That's the level of arrogance I kind of have now. Mm. Um, I don't know why I wouldn't. There's no point in pretending that it's normal still. Yeah. we are, It is. I am too big for a lot yeah. of these listeners or general conversations. If you do see me on the street, don't come up to me. No, they George Groves was on the show. Yeah. It actually, like, we were there two hours. We were friends, debatably, me and George. If yeah. he comes back to Brawl, I'll debatably be in the front row. So do be awkward about me, you know. There's no point in not addressing the elephant in the room. And there's no point pretending we're just going to go back to these normal episodes and that it's the same as it was two or three months ago. It quite clearly isn't. This has gone from kind of listeners and part of, like, the MA family to now purely fans. Yeah, it's too. Yeah, Yeah. it is. You are fans now. Um, Do you think you're... Too big? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, like, too big for this, honestly. But a lot of, like... People, fans yeah. of the show would say, why? What did you do? You stood in the other room. Well, like, I was part of the team that interviewed. Absolutely, yeah. but that conversation with George. So, I think I got to know him. Okay, but let's say, like, let's say Barcelona win the Liga. Yeah. Messi's walking down the street. Yeah. Busquets, all the boys. Yeah. And they are. Yeah. They're, they're iconic figures when they're walking down the town. But then there's the old guy, marketing associate. Who's on twenty five grand a year? Who works for Barcelona FC? That's his employers. He gets paid by the same place yeah. as Lionel Messi does. No, I don't. Does not. he think he's slick because he won the Liga, or would you think that's okay? Can he think well, he's like, slicker than the Sevilla marketing associate? Yeah, of course he can. Okay, possibly. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is he's not important. Yeah, uh, he is. Like, he's he, a part of the team that does the. Overall but you didn't really much. like what? But from a from a fan's perspective, if yeah. they see me and they're hesitant about approaching me now, which I would fully expect. Yeah, obviously. I don't know why you'd expect the same treatment. You stood in the other room. You offered them a coffee. You raised one finger to kind of signify we were an hour in. You didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, well, like. I, but you're part of the joke, kind of midweek normal apps yeah, that people, yeah. but people do love and people do tune into but you're not you're not now part of the um, Michael Anthony show the one that like George Groves knows and shit you're not you're part of me and you having a laugh in between Groves and Razor but for example Razor sees me on the street you're a mogul you fucker you Grovesy Grovesy's nearly uh, uh, offering me teach me how to bar and shit like I I could ring him I could get two rounds with Grovesy probably now if I wanted I could give him a call Ask him, does he want to do two rounds? Yeah, probably. He wouldn't know you. He would. He'd know me. He'd know me for a while. Like, if he... He'd be like, mm. yeah, No, I don't know. I think he'd ask, where do I know his face from? And be like, did he... he you could have been, like, a traffic warden. Like, he could have paid a toll to you in a booth, and he, he didn't have change on him, and you told him that you have to tow him back then. You have to tow him back. We don't take care. <laughs> and he probably thinks you're some prick like that. Some, some guy who just... Got in his way one day. No, he'd say, I kind of Sam. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't know your name. <laughs> he would. He'd know your name. Well, like, I'd like to think he would. Probably would. You think still, a week on, he knows your name? No. Not a fucking clue who <laughs> you are, not. man. And in fact, doesn't even know your face. Ah, uh, yeah. Probably not. Think about how many people he meets yeah. daily. How many people approach him, talk about boxing, do that fucking stupid hand photo thing, yeah? Yeah. Hundreds a week. Yeah. And... Last year, thousands a week, and in around 2015, we're talking five fucking thousand. The guy couldn't leave his gaff, yeah? Yeah. I sat down, same room, one on one, looked into his eyes, saw his mouth move. We conversed for over two hours. He knows me, and will probably know me until Christmas. 
But I met him on a personal level as well. No. I had a bit of a chat with him. No, you were an admin you guy. You were uh, completely... He I doesn't was, know you. He hasn't thought about you since. He went home to his wife, goes, oh, you are, I'm not good, guys, all right? Yeah, I was like, artist liaison. No, right? he didn't I tell his wife about you. He didn't tell his wife about you. He would have said, two real nice guys, you mind if I came... You know, when he was in the, <laughs> no, you know when he was in the shower that night and then he washed his teeth and yeah. he might have gone, oh, fucking two hours went bad because it was two hours. Yeah. He's probably thought about it every day since. Yeah. But he, maybe that day he might have gone, those two guys, the day after, one and a half guys. Now it's purely <laughs> me. Now you're you're not on his mind, so yeah. don't be overly deluded about yeah. the whole thing. You were part of this, but you're not part of the show yeah. now. Yeah, no, that's obviously it has become quite yeah. But that's the reality, and I I don't think the listeners would disagree with that. Speaking of people who are part of the the team, um, you know the Einstein account, yeah, and the guy running yeah. that, um, he put up a a picture. Like a circular thing, you can click it. It lasts for twenty four yeah. hours. Story is it? Yeah, of George Groves's the gloves yeah, that yeah. he dedicated to the, to the show. And your man obviously asked me like, "What should I put?" So I put in inverted commas as you do when you're telling someone what to say. Like it, yeah. it, it distinguishes the part you want from the overall sentence. So if I go say, I didn't want to just say say and then write what to say. So I put in inverted commas. And um, someone sent me a picture of the gloves that the Einstein guy put up and the inverted commas are in it. So if anyone does want to run the ins- the Instagram account or anything yeah. like that, just just hit me up an email because your man's gone. He's he done. Gone, yeah. Absolutely. He put up inverted commas. Yeah. Like that, you can't... No, that's crazy. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Um, and also, while we're in the, the topic of the Einstein, some people are messaging yeah. And some great people with opinions or, or, or questions. The Mike Lantley Show gmail.com is where they should be directed because they're just not getting read. No. They're just not getting read. The guy who, as I said, runs it is the same guy who put up the inverted commas. I don't think he even knows how to access messages. Uh, these are seen two and three weeks later. So if you have sent anything and have got ignored, it's it's there's no malice behind it. It's just the Mike Lantley Show at gmail.com. And we do welcome questions. Yeah. And we do welcome um, comments um, in fact next step we might even answer a few of them uh, if they are sent to the Michael Anthony show at gmail dot com but it was an interesting trip meeting yeah, George it was it was, it was, it was great guy great guy gentleman interesting man yeah. passionate man and that and that's why it worked genuinely passionate about his art yeah um, the overall trip was was quite disgusting. Yeah. I mean, uh, late flight. Yeah. Uh, you get off the flight and Liverpool are, yeah. are coming back against Barcelona. Um, they end up getting the fourth and then we arrive in a room yeah. in an Airbnb where this guy for some reason was acting like a school teacher yeah. and even though he took the payment and wanted us to stay there, we were in trouble for it. So we arrived to accusations that we weren't actually on a bus and that we were watching the match and there was no point in lying we then came in he rapped more or less 20 rules and then repeatedly uh, messaged us that night claiming we were making noise when we were lying still in the bed we shared a bed by the way and this isn't a lie the toilet was in the shower there was no there was no difference between where the toilet was and the shower the toilet was under the shower head so when you were showering the toilet was you had to stand with both legs more or less over it. You couldn't um, 
you couldn't excrete into this toilet. No. You had to put your legs to the side. It was probably the most comical piece of property yeah, I've, never I've ever seen. And that kind of I, I knew like a new London property was a complex issue, but this was this was a human yeah. rights issue. Yeah. What we uh, what we were staying in the night before. Absolutely ridiculous. But um no remarkable experience. Um and yeah, now you're you're happy yeah. with your role. Uh, yeah, I'm delighted. Sound engineering is something that you're keeping an eye on now in yeah. terms of... Yeah, I'm going to maybe do a course on it or something. I'm just really, yeah? Yeah. But, like... Keep an eye on it. You're quite a lazy bloke. Yeah. No, in terms of, like, you don't, like... If, if I asked you, for example, like, in terms of ambition-wise, yeah. like, your whole attitude towards the Groves thing, I thought, like, it's just so laissez-faire, laid-back. You were so willing to just sit in that room, offer him a coffee, even though he'd already had a coffee cup in his hand and not really do anything. But, like... If you could be 60 now and yeah. just sit in a gaff in Beverly Hills, 60, you're 60 straight yeah. away, you're not your age now, you're not mid-20s, and you kind of have 20 million in the bank account, you have a dodgy hip, you can't really engage in sport, okay. there's no real future for you, yeah. uh, there's no ambitions that can be satisfied, but you just sit there with loads of money and just kind of like have like kind of ludicrous sex acts <laughs> with kind of models in their 20s and yeah. all. Would you happily just do that for the next 20? Do I have any kids or anything? No. No. Uh, do that for the next 20 years, but yeah. like, yeah, probably. So that's that's a huge psychological problem you have there then. If you actually would just completely uh, opt for hedonism ahead of we any goals or ambitions in life, that's, that's quite sad. 20 years, though. Yeah, but what? it's so empty, it's so hollow. It's it kind of sums up your approach to life. It's you just want the easy way out of everything. So, like, you're saying you're going to be a sound engineer. You won't. And, like, for example, you only have to go back, like, you did history. I did, in college yeah, and you had the audacity to kind of tell me that you know history you don't you're not a history graduate it's it's embarrassing for the universities that you went to one being UCD yeah. the other one being Trinity it's humiliating and it's so kind of detrimental to the education system to use you as an example of a graduate because you don't know anything about history you've no really? interest in it really? you don't you you claimed recently and this was before the Groves interview, so I didn't want to get into it. It was that morning when you were Adam when I was making observations about the streets of London yeah. and kind of what it must have been like at wartime. And you were making claims about Winston Churchill. You, you've you've read his Wikipedia page. You don't know anything about him. You claim that in your free time you were looking up Churchill. And he's a great man. What do you like about Winston Churchill? His leadership. What's that mean? But well, that's just war, fortune cookie war. bullshit wisdom. You don't know anything he, about the man's character. Beat the Nazis. He, what do you mean? he the, beat the Nazis. He was What's the leader that even mean? of the British. Okay, so when he here's a few things I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to challenge you on yes. with, with, with with Winston Churchill. Um, first of all, you're an Irish man. I am. Man. Um, Winston Churchill, when he was uh, the British Secretary of State War. Invented the black and tans, yeah, and sent them over to our country, Ireland, to rape our women, yeah, murder our men, yeah, and kind of like emotionally abuse our children by taking hurls out of their hands and putting fucking yeah rugby balls and shit into them. So, what do you make of that? Well, Winston was a believer that Britain ruled all and was an empire that okay. should have ruled Ireland. And for, for, okay, was... okay, racial hierarchy. He he was known to be racist. No, but known to he actually has quotes <laughs> talking about how he doesn't have sympathy for the red Americans or the black people of Australia that their land was taken over by more worldly wise, yeah, and stronger men. He, he believed that the actual 
intellect of white men and their physical strength was superior so to natives, as opposed to putting it down to societal circumstances that led to the kind of development of those countries quicker and therefore gave them the opportunity to conquer and bully yeah. um, natives out of their own land. He actually thought those races were stronger. Yeah, and they probably... Uh, Probably say yes. a similar view. As you. Yeah. So you like Winston Churchill because you are nearly openly a racist. Well, like, yeah, I believe him. Yeah. Okay, the Bengal famine, in, in which, yeah, you're not you're shaking your head. You don't, you don't know what the Bengal famine is. I'm not is. sure what the Bengal famine is, now. Well, again, that's so embarrassing. Three to four million Indians lost their lives in one of the worst human okay. uh, tragedies that ever occurred. Um, this was when, of course... India was ruled yeah. by Britain. And again, Churchill did not like India. He no. didn't value their people. He actually sent a, a, a telegram at the time when there was complaints about the famine going, if the famine's so bad, then why is Gandhi still alive? <laughs> he, yeah, he couldn't stand Gandhi. Uh, despised him. Um, basically, there was rice and wheat and stuff like this that put a healthy in his, but he, yeah. he demanded they continue to export for storage down the line for kind of post-war needs to make profit of yeah. and also to feed soldiers. Um, the relief sent by Churchill was more or less none, and yeah. his entire attitude towards the entire... Some people in India entirely blame him for three to four million deaths. Okay, well, he was the leader of their country, probably should have helped okay. them more. But he, he, he was, was the leader of their money. country, or he was the, he was he was the leader of aristocratic Britain. Because you he seem to have this idea, you seem to have this idea that Churchill Britain. came from nothing and he brought us through the war. And all. Churchill came from disgraceful money, yeah, disgusting money. Look at his childhood house; it is hilarious. He had great contempt for unions. A guy yeah. like yourself who came from labourers down the line, yeah, yeah your grand like I was recently in your grandparents' home in Drimna. It was literally, like, it was dangerous. Yeah. And I don't mean the street was dangerous. It was dangerous indoors. I'm pretty yeah. sure there was asbestos coming out of the walls and shit. Carbon monoxide poisoning. It was disgusting. As a guy who's come from that, yeah. what do you make of the fact that Winston Churchill turned his back on unions and how he treated kind of the riots of Liverpool? He was more or less a precursor for Thatcher's treatment of coal miners, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. A guy who... Who was very, very neglectful of the working class as well uh, as other races. So as a guy who came from, what do you say about that? Well, I think he did believe in the imperialistic Britain and the leader of the world. And doesn't he, make sense. Doesn't answer my question. Uh, but do I believe in his working class? I don't know enough about his training. You, so here's class. what I'm getting to. You don't know anything about Winston Churchill. So before you're going around getting in fights with me on the morning where we're meeting... Um, I'll call him George, you call him Mr. Groves. Yeah. Um, to actually attempt to get in a debate with me because you read a Wikipedia page and start coming out with how he's the reason they got through the war and all this absolute bullshit that literal... I think he was a strong leader. What do you want him to do? Do you know how easy his life was? What was he... What do you mean strong leader? He was inspirational. Do, do you know how easy it is to inspire people who are hiding in their gas when there's a blitz going down and food's being rationed and their sons and nephews and all are dying? They don't know where they are. Yeah. <clears throat> they don't know where they are. Manipulating people, putting out these radio messages. If he was around now, he'd be behind bars. Okay. Manipulator of people. Yeah. Bribes. Another thing he? he was accused of taking. From like oil companies who wanted to get government mergers passed. So you don't think he was a good man at all? You think he was horrible? In the context. Yeah. Uh, of course, the world was different. So things like those racist views are more forgiven to an extent. But... 
this whole thing is if he's one of the greats of our time and this warrior man who yeah. got them through the war and all, man. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Okay. It's backward. And it's it, it all plays into the whole role of you just being pseudo-knowledgeable about any walk of life, possibly bar football, probably your clubs. But it comes back to the music thing from last week. <laughs> it comes back to your comments about kind of homosexuals and stuff like that. And now... As a history graduate, all you did is two weeks before going, what's coming up? I'll read the papers. What's coming up? People who read exam papers, you didn't go to college to get educated. You went to tick a box. You're the problem. But it's the education yeah, system's fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. They encourage people like you to go, to go, oh, history, history. But you've no actual interest in it. You didn't learn anything. You didn't no. educate. You didn't go, how can I use history to kind of observe the world around me and attempt to predict and offer recommendations about future policies no no interest no. What, what's coming up I have run through a renaissance a bit of American 1960s and you just learn off an essay yeah. about racial relations Martin Luther King a bit of Vietnam a bit it's of Hiroshima that. Nagasaki it's fucking bullshit to be honest <laughs> that's how they should do it do you know that they sell presentations in college and everyone's heart's pumping out of their chest yeah. like a wise man once said to me the two worst moments um of childhood because childhood kind of officially ends at 18 the two worst moments come at the very end one is your debs yeah. when you have to go into the gaff of somebody you half fucking know and yeah. get more or less act like Benifer Ben Affleck <laughs> and Jennifer Lopez with their aunties and all are taking pictures and going smile smile and you're like where's the medicine cabinet because yeah, I want 50 Panadol and a bottle of Captain Morgan's straight after that comes your first college presentation and everyone's going to go ah! But they sell it wrong. These lecturers are so kind of sick-minded that they like the nerves. Yeah. They like the crackling voices. But what it should be is so a thing that challenges you to actually learn. Like, as opposed to you sitting down and probably getting good grades, which you did, writing your essay, going, ah, getting in your graduation pictures, man, dad, giving you a pat on the back. You should have been sat down and challenged I know. on your views because they don't seem to have any core. They do. That's or any base. Then. No, but historically speaking, you studied this shit, but you know nothing of what's the bang off hand? It didn't come up. It didn't come up. Uh, what's it? Minus? No, nope. didn't come up. Wasn't until it's black and tan. Uh, he believed in it. Uh, it didn't come up. So you're not a history graduate. Yeah. You're a guy who learned elements of history for societal benefits. It's like the way people criticise me for not going to my university graduations. Yeah. It's not because you think you're hard. It's because I can't stand in a picture celebrating something that I know was so false. All these guys graduating college celebrating. You had an opportunity that guys in fucking Crumlin, Tala, Finglas didn't have. Go to college, take your education, because you'd you, like, you, be ignorant to turn your back on it, but to celebrate there and go, Mum, Mum, what time's Rowley's books for? Okay, I'm just getting core into Laura's first, and then I'm going to get Laura's changing. She's got this new dress, then we're going to meet you in Rowley's. It's so fucking ostentatious. Yeah, it's it's right. so shallow. It's so wrong. Graduations are fucking evil. Evil. Imagine being like, imagine having paint-stained pants, a chicken fillet roll, and a two-liter of club orange, and logging on to your fucking Samsung to check out Instagram, right? And you've worked your arse off. You've been working since you were 16. You swollen fingers. You did the leaving, but it was only a bit of crack for you, but it wasn't encouraged. People yeah. look down those, I was like, oh, they deserve it. They haven't worked their hope. They haven't worked hard for it. They didn't take their, their yeah. academics seriously. They left their gas and that was going, what's on today? You match all go on, you fucking thing, will you? Well, he sipped a fucking can of Smithwick's. Yeah. It's not their fault. So you're working your arse off, and then you go online to see these people standing by the UCD lake and their new dresses and their suits and their well-groomed hair. It's not a celebration of yourself. That's how you should go if you were given that opportunity. But showing up there, having rope-learned information, because your parents have the money to send you to a private school, and then, yeah, the... 
fucking opportunity to go to university is stand there in a picture going, look at me, so self-indulgent and wrong and sums up the problems with everything this modern society stands for. It makes me fucking sick. There's guys all over fucking white church who tell you things about Winston Churchill and the Black and Tans, <laughs> but there's some prick like you sitting there going, hmm, well, I don't see the degree. <laughs> I don't see the paperwork. So... <laughs> It's fucking gross. And that goes out to a lot of listeners out here. Fuck me. Um, something that I thought you'd find interesting. Um, and this is, I want you to be yourself here, because some people do yeah. find the way you kind of represent, in a way, the everyday man yeah. quite intriguing. Recently, a kind of esteemed BBC a journalist lost his job for a picture he tweeted of yeah. the monkey. Um, yeah. He used the monkey more or less as, as the royal yeah. baby um, lost a job accused of racism correct decision or not correct decision stupidity by him I'm asking you correct decision uh, what, incorrect decision why? he didn't mean it to be racial if he meant it to be racial like, how did he how would he mean that to be racial how wouldn't he have a so what, what did he mean he meant that um, like a monkey dressed in good clothes was just the idea of the royals being being a hair <laughs> yeah, um, it's basically um, you, well. Harry's wife is um, yeah, but he didn't mean that. is of well, looks like she's definitely of some sort yeah, of kind of tropical descent. Yeah, um, probably the first time in royal history where we have had somebody so dark. Yeah, um, conceive a child that a member of their family, and the journalist puts up a picture of a monkey depicting yeah, but he the new child. That to be so what did he mean? He meant that the royals are seen as this pe- people that are ha- in f- <laughs> this family that is yeah. like above everyone else and he's bringing out this babe, this monkey dressed in clothes saying like... So, but why, us, why, a monkey? why a monkey? Because the monkey has some... The monkey is clearly a racial slur for, yeah, but he didn't mean it to be racial. for African-American culture. I know, it is. And How did he mean it to be racial? What did he mean then? Like, people are... You know, this guy's 62, yeah? Yeah. Like, this guy isn't some 40-year-old, 30-year-old up-and-coming journalist. He's a guy at the, at the tail end who probably, based off that age, definitely was exposed to racism or at some stage in his life probably was slightly yeah. racist. Debatably, I'm not saying probably could have been. He used a monkey as an image. There's no way, as a guy with his experience in journalism, 40 years, 30 years, whatever it is, didn't consider how that could be taken up as racist. There's no way that didn't cross his mind. No, yeah, no. There's not a chance. So this whole thing, it's not racist, you didn't mean a typical PC world. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm for uh, kind of giving out or expressing displeasure on how politically correct this world has become. But yeah. there's not a chance that a 62-year-old didn't weigh up the options when he was portraying the first royal family member that came from a mother whose yeah. skin tone wasn't <laughs> as white as a fucking Leeds jersey. But is she even really black? Like, but she's she tropical. From, she's, 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 she's at least not Caucasian. Yeah, but she's not black. She's not Caucasian, and I'm not getting into okay, one of these shades enough. of black arguments with you okay. again because it just further yeah, proves okay. your ignorance. Yeah, fair enough. But, but at the end of the day, this whole defence of him, he didn't mean it. What are, what are you talking about? I don't think he meant it to be racial. I think it was absolutely... So what did he mean? How did... If he has that experience, yeah. how you're telling me he didn't consider how... Okay, monkeys... Yeah, the first thing I think with monkey bar, zoo... <laughs> Bar like bananas and all that, and their kind of primitive heritage would be that's that's a slang term. You'd yeah. be very, very careful. I wouldn't even call you 
if you were literally eating a banana and climbing up a tree doing like a joke impression and I wouldn't call you a monkey in a public place just out of kind of paranoia or concern that there might be someone of African American descent in the establishment so this guy who has thousands of followers online he's an established journalist and he posts that don't tell me there wasn't a racial undertone it's extremely hard to believe and it's silly so you can go defending people left, right and centre, say things about how oh, Vinopola just has his beliefs and do this and that. By the way, the Vinopola thing, yeah? Yeah. Like, he said what he said. Yeah. But seriously, monster. Yeah, like like a monster fan running onto the pitch and having a go at a monster fans booing him in that semi-final. I haven't mentioned this yet, but if you want an actual jersey of homophobia, put on the Munster rugby jersey. Munster as a kind of province, an area, is probably one of the most homophobic in the world. It's up there with, like, Texas and fucking Oklahoma and all that. It's that of Ireland. So just because you're losing, stop trying to sell that. It's kind of similar to the way that Liverpool fans are claiming. And now Man City fans shouldn't have sang the song about Battered and Kiev and on the bus. But they don't mean Sean Cox. They they don't mean Sean Cox. Sean Cox incident happened outside Anfield. There's a song about Battered and Kiev about some fight got in. City fans, obviously, just these kind of guys, not from England, are singing, these guys are one fuck, they don't really know what they're singing. But they're trying to claim it was about Sean Cox. It wasn't. And it's just just a section of them that because they lost out in the title race, they're trying to cling to that. It's not necessary. Focus on... Focus on Tottenham. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's all Liverpool fans. I know a lot of Liverpool fans who wouldn't be buying into that, but there is kind of a theme there of, of that occurring. And, and Munster people trying to use the homophobic thing with Vinopola just because he was smashing through their yeah, back rows and their centres every time he got the ball was absolutely embarrassing. But <clears throat> in terms of controversy on TV or on, on major broadcasts, um, something great happened this week and it's something that I've been calling for for years for the yeah. best part of half a decade and that is the Jeremy Kyle show has finally been cancelled and postponed probably probably the most evil TV show of our time Yeah, you sit in front of a TV and you watch a well educated man who doesn't behave like that? Have you ever seen him in an interview not in the show? You what? You what? Go on, speak. You can't talk now, can you? You can't talk now. The baby is in yours. He doesn't speak like that to his family, to his friends. He's putting it on. So he's basically making a show out of the uneducated working class. And we all laugh and we all enjoy it. It's yeah. probably the most horrible thing ever on TV. And then, of course, with the passing of last week's guest with suspected suicide, people are starting to ask questions. Other people are coming in. Other guys who've been on the show like five years ago saying how they contemplated taking their own life due to the social stigma. They say the footage is edited. He said that he rang uh, an hour before about a lie detector test and there was a taxi outside his gaff an hour later brought straight to the studio. He said you're kind of caged in the back and not allowed to leave the room and Kyle just does a show where he antagonises you for the whole thing deliberately builds you up hasn't met you yet and speaks about you on stage yeah, so you come yeah. out riled up and then because you don't have kind of the verbosity or education to express yourself like a lot of people in those underprivileged communities do you are angry you yeah. spit you call your woman that you throw something at Kyle and then that's the footage they use Brilliant think about TV. what? brilliant TV like entertainment what do you mean brilliant TV? That's we're supposed to be human beings yeah here. I know but it, as a concept of TV to get people to watch but it, do you not, yeah, but do you not think it's it's 
grossly evil. It probably is, yeah. Brilliant TV, so you and the rest of your graduation class of whatever the fuck in 2015 can sit around and watch Jeremy Clough when you're hungover from Mark and Pierre White. Huh? Yeah, it's just grad night last night. Yeah, no, me and my sister stayed out, parents and hey, fuck them, I don't talk about it. <laughs> That's, that would have been brilliant TV. Do you actually have no care no, for other human beings? No, I do care about their human beings. No, but I'm serious here for a second. <laughs> Of course, but the like Jeremy Kyle watch. show is fucking disgusting. Yeah, I know. he is a horrible man. He this shouldn't be the show shouldn't be cancelled. He should be jailed. You can't just manipulate yeah. other human beings deliberately focusing on their flaws. Yeah, to make them act in a certain way so we can all sit and watch it. It is absolutely disgusting, and it's the same thing as Love Island. The same thing as Love Island. This kind of thing we're enjoying. It kind of starts with the X Factor and all. Yeah. When TV shifted from watching people who you'd want to be to two Ronnies. Faulty Towers, Only Fools and Horses, even Sport. <clears throat> I want to be them. Yeah. I'm watching them, Top of the Pops, fucking The Who and shit, yeah? yeah? I want to be them. That's why I'm watching them on TV. And then this concept of watching people who you don't want to be and who you're laughing at just exploded. The X Factor, completely wrong. Letting people make a fool of themselves. Like semi-autistic people going on the show, singing out a key, yeah. to have these millionaires put them down. And Love Island... The problem with Love Island and the Kardashians is it starts out as, oh, I wouldn't want to be them. Like, Geordie Shore still kind of had the whole, okay, that's embarrassing. I yeah. wouldn't want to be doing that with Sophie. I'm like, going to get him shot. It's not my bank. I'm going to bang her. Like, it's kind of like people want the muscles, but they want to be it. But, like, the Kardashians started as that, and now everyone just kind of wants to be them because they saw how that kind of ridiculousness actually led to success. So it starts out as, let's laugh at them. Look how wrong these people's principles are look how shallow they are and then because people saw it worked and it got views and they got accidentally famous from people laughing at them people like actually wouldn't mind being them and love island think about what you're watching there you're watching people go on kind of have these brief love affairs i don't watch it anyone who does is missing something intellectually speaking but like there's been two suicides from that show as well two suicides in the last 18 months or like two years but from that show is a bit but from that show because these people are these Production companies, ITV again, are manipulating people yeah. who have personality problems or mental health issues because to go on a show like that, when you have family home, back home, friends, and to go on, get your kid off around strangers and kind of kiss one, one night, kiss the other, then get in fights about your man with a stranger who you've known five days and get pissed. You're missing something there. To yeah. want fame that badly to make a fool out of yourself means there's something wrong with you. So TV production companies should have a responsibility to not allow people who have something wrong with them to show the world. Yeah. It's a tough one though. Because then, a, a lot one? of their lives have become better from it. How? Like Geordie Shore, Holly and Sophie still sitting. Probably dead now due to fucking what? weight. No they wouldn't. And That's like, just now silly. Like, no they wouldn't. Now they're like no they wouldn't. They'd be, they'd be in recruitment. That's what they'd be doing. They'd be in Newcastle. Working in recruitment. And you, she'd, she'd be calling people like. Point. Hello. Is this Thomas? Did you send your CV in, love? Okay, what we're going to do is, and they'd have them coming in for interviews the next day, they'd get on, they'd have a kid at like 35, maybe marry a guy who had a bit of money, and hopefully, based on their characters yeah. we've seen in the show, would sit in their arse with the kids for the rest of their life and kind of drop them and collect them for football training. Now, they're 28, fame's left, they're fake in every single department, they go from fat to skinny, fat to skinny, gay to straight, gay to straight, yeah. happy to unhappy, and they're on the edge of breakdown at all times. For, for you to say their life's better because they have a few hits Some on Twitter. Some of their lives are better. How? Because Holly was probably <coughs> grow, grew up in a council house. But what, 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 what do you mean council <laughs> house? Like, do you actually think, just because she has fake lips and kind of you think like, oh, 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 look at that, she said what about Holly, but look at those bones. You think she's internally happy? 
No, she obviously has an eternity happy, but she'll be fine. She'll have a better life. She has a better How life. How do you think it's a better life? How do you think it's a better life? As well, she went on the show yeah. wanting a better but, life. Yeah, but people, she wanted it because she was like 16, 17, deluded off her nut, and she went on and made a fool of herself. I have a boyfriend back home, and episode number one, she's in a jacuzzi, and there's three different lads simultaneously playing with her breasts, and the boyfriend's back home watching this. Think about that level. Yeah, I know, it is disgusting in a way. <clears throat> Think about how demeaning the overall thing is. And she's just so permanently demeaned. Phil from California. You see him walking down the street now, what are you thinking? You're yeah. thinking Nikita giving him a lap dance. Yeah, like, actually. these people are more or less have to go into hiding. Yeah. Their lives are ruined. And it's not just them, they are the originals. But it's the fact that the success of that, or people saw them like, go to the palace. Or Jay sent a video going, Oh, you're doing Dublin! I'm coming to the UCD ball this Friday. And, like, the fact that people saw that, they then chased it and wanted it. And this Jeremy Kyle thing could be a very important step because you can't just manipulate the kind of misguided ones yeah. of deluded people who don't know where they're going. As fellow humans, you should put them under your wing, not put them on a stage going, ha-ha, look at you. It's modern-day fucking circus shit. It's modern-day, and here we have the freak from Milwaukee! Yay! And you pull down the curtain, and it's just a guy who has, like... A morphed face who now would be called like a cleft palate or whatever yeah. and the fucking crowd are throwing peanuts at him and all it's the modern version of that these love islands and these jeremy kyles and finally something has been done about it the saddest part the saddest part is that it took a death yeah. to make it occur yeah tragedy but jeremy hang your head in shame you are a shameful man i don't know how he went home and looked at his own kids at night if he'd just been on stage with an 18 year old who got a 30 year old pregnant making them do lie detectors that they claim are 99% accurate no they're not have you ever seen someone get embarrassed for no reason I've seen someone like get asked like are you still with uh, you still with Toby <laughs> do you know what I mean anything like that and their face goes red their oh, palms yeah. start sweating and their heart starts pounding their yeah. breathing becomes quicker that's what lie detector tests are based is? on that's what that, that's what these things kind of observe yeah. it's your bodily reactions to comments so they're completely misguided a lot of the time the working class guys they're innocent and it's just kind of the notion of what they're bringing up or making them nervous to go on we told you you never should have trusted them up next we have Charlie and Jeremy Coyle who's going home to a nice mansion loads of money happy family has after just ruining the life of a working class guy because he, he might love this woman or a woman might love this man and he doesn't realise the knock-on effect and apparently they offer follow-up therapy. People are coming out saying yeah, it's two phone cool. calls. People are coming out saying it's two really? phone calls. They're saying, like this, I don't think we've seen the end of this and I'm just delighted that it's occurred. It's so, so wrong. It's so wrong. What about like Dr. Phil is still the same? Like a, very similar very similar like at least he kind of slightly sells it and as a thing but the, any time he gets like if you're a therapist yeah yeah, doctor as Phil yeah. sells himself as you're supposed to be able to deal with anything if you say anything to Dr. Phil I think you're wrong you know what get off my sofa <laughs> and the crowd hey! he gives out people for like cheek it's not his job he's so controlling he's just completely sold himself out to Hollywood it's completely yeah. wrong it's a uh, like and, and like, Jerry. it's even Instagram to an extent as well. Like the way we can let people who are so deluded off their nut promote themselves on social media. There should be a separate one for everyone who wants to do that because a lot of people are on these sites. Some people just to follow a bit of sports. Some people are nosy weirdos who want to nose in other people's lives without putting it up. But if there are those freaks out there who do say things like "I've had worse Mondays" and a picture of them in Greece with a bird, like. They should be maybe put onto a different site and only be around each other because, like, how are they going to explain that to their kids? I don't know. Like, your kid comes up to you, 
What was your and dad's first holiday? Ah, oh, we went to Crete. Here's day one. And it's supposed to be like, if you saw a picture of your parents in the 80s on a motor page, you're like, oh, that's a bit deadly. But then it's like, uh, they're putting Filter. up a picture saying like, uh, pina colada, don't mind if I do. And the yeah. kids are going to be like, because Instagram will be laughed at in 20 years, like so many other trends are. And the kids are going to be going, what was the need for that? Why did everyone have to know what you were doing? Why are you... Did you and dad just marry for promotion? Where's anything genuine left in this society? What TV was on? What's Love Island? What is the fucking world? And he gets said that's entertainment done on TV. Uh, sorry, that type of TV. I, I hope so, because yeah. it's fucking disgraceful. Yeah. Fucking Chico and Shane Ward probably playing Darcy McGee's tonight. Yeah. Sold the superstars. Poor chaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's something that was, that was interesting that there's this... Snapchat all over the all over the media that there's this new filter yeah. and men are becoming women and women are becoming mm-hmm, men yeah. on the filter some people are complaining about it saying it views the world in such a binary sense but what's your take on gender? It's pretty black and white I'd say what do you man mean? and woman Mickey like you yeah. But do you not think that the behaviours of men and women do you not think that we're kind of misguided in the sense that we've laid out ground rules for how you behave if you're a man and how you behave if you're a woman no because no and because they're so instilled in you and again it goes back to war days when men went to war and women didn't go and then kind of post-war fallout do you think if we kind of broke that down a bit more and it became less controversial for a man to wear a dress and we did get to that place of gender neutrality then people might stop getting their mickeys chopped off maybe it's an overreaction because they feel so much more feminine because they feel just so ostracised in this male environment maybe it was more invited that you didn't have to strictly why do they have to dress in a certain way I get what you're saying about don't get your willy chopped off or you can't give yourself reproductive organs so you can't become that gender but what is your problem if a man wears a dress? (laughs) It's, he's not supposed to wear it. He has hair According in his legs, to who? His hair in his so arms. what? That's society. He has hair in his That's society. That's invented. TV, Hollywood, put, put that in your mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have breasts to fit out the top end of the dress. Doesn't it's matter. You don't. You, you could say women wear t-shirts all the time. There is no. Like, there yeah. is no thing about it. And that's why, like, if we broke down those walls, that like women, like women weren't allowed to really wear jeans. For like 50, 50 years ago There's well, still women Down in Kerry Who if they threw on jeans The husband would be like Yeah alright Pop no, sorry, sorry Head on on your own Like And your view on it The fact that men are men Women are women If you want to come with that From a biological standpoint You might have an argument You could say that Post operative suicide stats Aren't actually down And um, sometimes There's a lot of Operation regret There's kids Who are having their minds Made up too early That are doing things But if you want to come around and say men shouldn't wear dresses and women shouldn't do this and all, that's the problem. That's why so many people are maybe no, seeking, seeking that, that option and that finality of a sex change operation because you don't want men wearing dresses. That's all made up. That's all society told you that. That's not real. The only thing's real, your arms, legs, will you, fanny, boobs, thing. But, but if your son starts wearing a dress, well, would, you, would you go mental? Uh, yeah. Why? I'd probably just... Make him not wear the dress. Why? Why is your daughter allowed to wear one? He's going to get abused. He's going to be. But no, he won't. Not, 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 no, no, he won't. Not by the time. Not by the way the world's going. The world's going to a place where, as opposed to people going, don't know if a man, a woman, a dog, this and that. We're trying to get to a place, societally speaking, because that's what all these things originally are. They're societal problems that we put people in categories of man and woman. That's fine. We are factually man or woman biologically, but societally speaking, 
act like man, act like woman needs to go because it's driving people fucking insane. Okay. Some men don't want to act like men. Some women That's don't fine. want to act like the stereotypical woman. So if a man wants to not wear jeans or like a thing that makes his shoulders look wider or a t-shirt and does want to wear something like a dress because he's just... No, why has those, does he want to wear a dress? Because it's just a thing that might be inside him. He just doesn't want to be no. categorised and put into these boundaries of gender. Yes, biological gender. He'll, I think we'll have more people stop going, I'm not naming them a man or a woman. That's not what the problem is. These parents weren't assigning their kids gender. That's not the problem. The pro- is the, You can't deny a Willie or a Fanny. The problem is categorising them into a group of where they grew up and how you act and how you behave. Clothing's irrelevant. It's only fabric. It's fucking irrelevant. There's no links to our it's biological makeup. Yes, it is. It's a societal thing. I think we're kind of... <clears throat> we meet halfway here. I'm with you yeah, on a no, lot of no. the things about... There is genders. I don't believe in the whole... Boom, boom, boom. Not a man, not a woman. I'm letting my kid decide. Because they can't. They're going to look down with it. They're going to have a dick and balls. Yeah. yeah? What I'm saying is, if there was freedom of decision about how you behaved, there shouldn't be gender clothes. This whole thing, oh, it's a girl. We'll go get a, a lot of pink then. No, but we'll go into the ones. We'll get the, we'll get the pink set. Oh, is it as a boy? Actually, we'll head into the ones get the blue set. that's wrong that's fucking weird that's telling people who to be before they can make up their own mind in terms of as people not as genders as people how can we do that that's like caging people emotionally philosophically that is wrong Connor that's why we have such a crisis here that's why people are some, you know, many times making their own decisions. That's why there's a mental health problem because you think a man wearing a skirt is such a big fucking deal. It isn't. Move with the times, man. The world's the world's overdoing no, I it. I don't like I don't like modern day left and the violence behind the hypocrisy and how we're forcing issues because they're forcing the wrong issues. But the facts of the matter is, yeah. breakdowns or options need to occur. Yeah. In who you can be, depending on what gender you are, there's no doubt about it. Interest wise, but not clothes. But like you'd be like you'd be more okay. You'd be more okay if you're if your girl came home to you and goes, <clears throat> "I want to be a dancer. I'm doing Irish dancing. Then we're doing the kind of swan ballet. We're we're touring around places, going really well. And didn't want to play any sport. If your fella came home and goes, Dad, I don't really want to go down to football. I'm kind of into dancing. You'd have a problem. I'd have a slight. So problem. why don't I'd you? Try and encourage why, him, and then I'd say, okay, yeah, if that's what that's you're wrong. Is, that's, that's, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That is wrong. Them eventually, it's, yeah, eventually, it would have to be one around. What are you, the dad and Billy Elliot? Man, move with the fucking times. Now, I'd okay? let him be a ballet it's dancer. Let, I'd let him. Why wouldn't you? It's the same man and woman. Things like that. Sports. It's silly. You're backwards. You're backwards. Move with the times. Moving on to sports. Um, firstly and this is a sport I don't really often touch on but here's an idea GAA don't like it hurling kind of respect it people say it's the most skillful game in the world it's not uh, there's just not enough people playing it if there was more people playing it it was worldwide then there'd yeah. be the Messi or the Xavi and the Esther. then you go wow but it's only played in Ireland so we don't have enough people to maximise the peak I remember explaining to someone how football is much more skillful like, you don't use your hands you don't use this and like, yes but the level is so much higher if there's fucking 800 million players worldwide they're going to reach a level of performance not possible to the fucking 1.1 million hurlers max worldwide you know what I mean yeah. if we had a Champions League final and fucking Barcelona were playing Real Madrid in the hurling final. Yeah, then we'd see some pretty extraordinary oh, hand flicks and points, yeah. yeah. Joe Canning might not even get a game in League One. No, he wouldn't. Do you know what I'm saying? So in order to grow the game in Ireland and to try to get to a place where we can see 
this and if there is any Gaff fans listening to this as I said the Michael Anthony Show at gmail.com hit me up because I do I am interested you guys know more about the game than me I think Gaelic football looks remarkably easy I think you kick it you catch it you can kick a ball out of your hands if you're coming one on one with a goalkeeper that's a piss take but here's an idea as opposed to Waterford play Kilkenny Tipperary play Dublin and like we're never seeing the best players play together you could be a great Dublin player or back in the day a great Limerick player and you never get to semis and finals why don't we get rid of counties why don't we franchise the shit out of this get every millionaire in Ireland to buy a team IPL system here we have the Kilkenny Wildcats <laughs> it's the Offaly Orioles do you know what I mean and they get to draft players so Noel McGrath can yeah. play with fucking Danny Sutcliffe yeah own Kelly back in the day could play with fucking DJ Kerry on a franchised team and we have an IPL version and a draft and Sky Go Mental still the same sport we're still playing your national sport you mental raw heads stop getting so offended I'm saying what's the point in having a guy who's one of the best players in the country never get to the late stage of playing on TV because he has a fucking long for jersey on it's stupid it makes no sense let's grow the game let's start franchising teams and putting all the best players together you shouldn't only be able to play with a guy from A your parish at club level yeah. and then B your county no we're not seeing the best standard of ball if we even want to attempt with getting it global which we all do let's start seeing better standards Chris Hutton is sacked from Brighton um, definitely the right thing to do yeah yeah no so basically the owner of Brighton uh, and Hove Albion Football Club uh, is a very clever gentleman entitled Tony Bloom. Um, one of the great gamblers uh, yeah. in the history of the Western world. Um, was a finance student in, in college. Eventually started gambling on the side. Yeah. He said when he made his first 20 grand, he thought to himself, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, so eventually he was picked up by William Hill and hired by them due to his gambling record being so good. Very analytical man, a uh, mathematic man as previously explained. So takes that approach to it eventually when he was working for William Hill he convinced them to put their entire pot that they'd made from the 1998 World Cup of France to be Brazil in the final uh, people didn't know what he was talking about William Hill did um, and that is viewed as the bet that made Tony Bloom he now runs a company in Camden London called Star Lizard which bets on behalf of wealthy clients on a variety of football games this guy Tony Bloom also known as The Lizard um is no stupid man. No. He made a decision based off numerous factors. He analysed the overall risk. When he assessed Chris Hutton's time in Brighton, you'll say, or the guy who loves reading simplistic football media, ah, oh, but he got them playoffs and got them promoted, safety twice, FA Cup semi, yeah, it's fine. But they could have went down this season. They finished two points ahead of that Cardiff team and one of the worst relegation standards there's ever been. If you don't move with the times, you lose out. Yeah. You will eventually get relegated like Stoke did, like so many teams have. He wants to move into the Watford category. He wants to move into the Leicester category. He wants next season, new gaffer, 11-12th. Like Burnley, debatably eventually going to get caught. I know Dyke's brilliant, but he's brilliant. Like Maybe he, he, he's, been, he's been different, but it's, they're still at risk always. Bloom wants to move it away. Let's kick on. And in a time where the race card is very easy to play from the media, they could have said... Hutton um, yeah. wasn't given fair chance because 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 he was a, a black man. Um, it, it was brave, and I I do just think that it's unfortunate for Chris Hutton that he worked for a man who is so remarkably observant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I and I think it's a remarkable decision. I think Brighton will benefit from it. 
to not let him just sit there for a third season. It's interesting. It's going. We want to be someone here. Yeah. And imagine how well he knows Hutton. Imagine the relationship they've built up. And he's a lovely man, Bloom. He's a philanthropist. He's contributed he? to the community of Brighton as well as the football club. And I just think it's a top level operator okay. making a top level decision that to the blind eye looks harsh. Yeah, but no, he knows what he's doing. He, he wants Brighton. To be a Premier League team, not to have a Premier League visit. Okay. Um, Heineken Cup, absolutely embarrassing tournament. Whoever was behind the rebranding to throw the word champions in, uh, I don't know if it was because the Champions League happened, but whoever was behind that surely is now fired and yeah, it doesn't absolutely. work in any form of marketing or advertising. Um, no one cares. No one cares. If the UEFA Cup, which is the Challenge Cup, if the final of that is played a day before on the same pitch, we have a blitz on our hands. Yes, blitz. The under-11 Willow Park blitz. The final of the Challenge Cup, Friday, final yeah. of the Heineken Cup, Saturday, within hours, same pitch, nearly had the same fucking ref. But had the same fans as well. Like no one, yeah, like I saw people in Munster jerseys yeah. who just booked the flight or booked the tickets. Leinster boys who weren't in the squad, who are wearing the same suits as the boys in 09 were wearing. You know that, I'm not in the match day squad, Leinster yeah. final gear. Navy blazer, blue shorts, under navy jumper, and debatably Chino, something remarkably embarrassing. They were drinking. Oh, they were boozing their team were 10 down they were drinking bottles of Heineken rewind <laughs> to around minute 58 you'll see it boys in those Leinster suits boozing imagine that was Crazy. footballers imagine what they'd be saying about their yeah, attitude yeah. imagine but because again it's the game of the affluent the Irish media won't pick up on it that should be it's slapped all over the papers whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah Leinster players enjoy booze up as team go down to Saracens yeah. um, good match great standard test match tempo but that tournament is it's it's remarkably sad what it's yeah. become terrible who cares about the Heineken no. Cup anymore nobody like you know the way Leinster have won four you kind of only count to three you stopped counting after yeah. 2012 yeah. it used to be such a big deal it was it was terrible the, the overall production of everything um, and then finally and this was this was like a semi-interesting headline you probably care Ruby Walsh retired. retired who gives a fuck he rode horses anybody who's into horse racing will take a long hard look at themselves so basically <clears throat> how aren't you into horse racing I'm not into horse racing because the athletes the horses aren't aware of what they're supposed to be doing now a lot of people will get defensive over this saying they've never seen a horse happier than when he went <laughs> over the last hurdle at the Grand National nope put him into the fucking Colorado fucking forests and you'll see a happy horse yeah. they don't know what they're doing uh, we admire them in one breath and then the next sentence if they take a bad fall they get killed on that day and we just kind of comment on them the next race and unfortunately unfortunately Silhouette Dawn has passed away and our thoughts are with the trainer Jessica Harrington no one cares it's it's mental it's so corrupt uh, trainers are pulling horses placing horses in a race it's just purely a gambling thing so Ruby Walsh a guy who what Sat on a horse. It is a skill. He's a great horseman. Yeah, he is. He's like he, there's no difference between him and John Wayne. These guys no, know how to operate horses. But at the end of the day, it's not a big sports thing. And I do detest anyone putting it into that. I category. don't think anyone really will. Yeah, they do. Do they? You mean you know, you, there's thousands, millions of people out there who don't think in the horse racing is actual sport. Do you know jockeys and all are nominated for BBC Sports Personality of the Year? So what are you even talking about? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. It's crazy. Um, and again, I don't want to 
overdo this but the like people who are regularly listening to this show and who who are pirating it and who aren't um clicking the button and uh, that subscribes you to the overall production that is the michael anthony show at this stage it's just embarrassing um and what's your bent idea about these gloves yeah, so I think we should give one of the Groves gloves away. Yeah, hurry. Yeah, well. so if we can give away to like a one. No, of the when you start speaking on your own, people do yeah. stop listening. Yeah, yeah. So, so just, just give one of the speed, away speed. Yeah. to uh, the listeners. I think they should share share the episode, the Spotify link. It is as their Insta story. I don't know. And uh, yeah, all, everyone that shares it as their story oh. with the link attached uh, is oh. in the draw to win one of the Groves gloves. <laughs> That's got to go down so. as one of the worst moments in show history. Yeah, <laughs> uh, do what he said. Um, no, but what are you saying, Francis? So just share the uh, as your story. What? Share with the Spotify link uh, to this upcoming episode, and you'll be in the. Yeah, man, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Um, MA show.